Welcome to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music, education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like, Dad. Let's go ahead and get these likes up early. As soon as you walk in the building, just go ahead and smash that like button so you ain't got to worry about it later. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passionate Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasting networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. All right, let's, let's get it going. Let's do this. So, if y'all are not aware of what's been going down in in life right now, man, it was a big issue between uh, Eddie Robinson Jr. and um, Deion Sanders after the Jackson State and Alabama State game uh, where uh, Deion tried to go ahead and dap him up at the end of the game. He gave him the dap, but he ain't bringing it in for the hug, Daddy, so he kind of pushed him off. Later on, uh, there was a statement that he made that he said he ain't swack. And so uh, then after that, Dion went on to say, uh, who is Sweat? And it's been a nice little dope song that's been made about it. Who is Sweat? If ain't Sweat. Who is Sweat? If ain't Sweat. Who is Sweat? If I ain't Sweat. Who is Sweat? Baby, who is Sweat? Who is so if you ain't heard this, if you ain't heard this new hotness, man, yeah, man, y'all go check it out because it's joining this week. I'm just Southern about to play it this weekend. Watch. I, I, hey, man, look, I was thinking about writing it just yesterday. I told, matter of fact, I told Quan I'm writing it. Uh, but it brought up a question in, in my mind, man, because when he said that he ain't swat, it just triggered something in me. Um, I don't know what it was, but I remember, I, I know this. Um. As a person who came from a SWAC area, went to a MEAC school, and worked for a SWAC band, uh, for me, I don't know, it just touched the core to me because I'm going to be honest, I had never heard of MEAC hours. I had never heard of SEAC uh, hours. I had never heard of CIAA hours, but I heard of SWAC hours. Um, so I'm going to go around the room. Uh, and, and as more people come in and, and all that kind of stuff, and as a matter of fact, I'm a post, I'm a pin the, um, link to the chat. So y'all can come in, uh, we can come in early and we can start having this discussion because I, I got to know some things. So I'm gonna go around the room. Let me ask this question first. Do you know the history of your conference? Do you know the history of your conference. Maya, I'm going to start with you. Don't look at me like that. This is a setup. It was. Absolutely. Doing here because why would you leave me by myself, the only person from the SWAC? This is a setup. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I did not set you up as the only person from the SWAC. Do you know why? Because one, Quan will be here. That's one. Two, I actually invited some other folk, but they just ain't here either yet. Or they ain't, probably ain't gonna show up, so it's not my fault. I tried to, I tried to be an equal opportunity. To everybody, I invited people from the MEAC, the SWAC, the SEAC. I even put a post on my page and said, "Hey, that's how custom hit me up." He was like, "Hey, I saw the post. Was good." So that ain't my fault. That hey, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put the link in the chat. 
And if somebody from the SWAC want to come through, they can do it. I think that's fair. Fair. Okay. Fair. Um, and so you're, the question is, do I know the history of my conference? Yep. Uh, by book definition, by book source, no. Um, but kind of like what you were saying, I didn't really understand that there was more than just the SWAC. I think maybe I looked at the in the way that I got to uh, PV. Because, I mean, out living in Texas, born and raised in Dallas, being a, a lead-in school, if you will, directly to PV, like SWAC and PV was truly, like, the top of what I knew. And it just kind of expanded from there. So, no. Now, are you also asking indirectly in the sense of, like, characteristics and aesthetic? Do I know? Not yet. Not yet. We're going to move to that, but not okay. yet. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so, Chuck, do you know the history of your conference? Yeah, a little bit. You know, um, I've been, you know, had an opportunity to be part of two conferences, uh, CIAA and the MEAC. And uh, people that um, are familiar with both conferences, a lot of the MEAC schools started off in the CIAA. The CIAA is actually the oldest, you know, uh, intercollegiate uh, black conference you know, founded in uh, 1912. And so, um, you know, that's something that a lot of people, uh, you know, when I first started off in college would talk about it. And so uh, I know Norfolk, Howard, a lot of the schools on the East Coast were all part of the CIAA conference. Um, I know Norfolk used to come to Fayetteville all the time, you know, um, Paul A. Russell, band director, legendary band director at E. Smith High School, was really good uh, friends with uh, Emory Fierce, Dr. Emory Fierce. And anytime the Legion would come, you know, in town, they'd always practice at E. Smith High School and stuff like that. So, um, and then, you know, the MEAC, um, uh, well, the CIAA being uh, Division Two, you know, the MEAC, um, I believe it was like, it was in the mid-1900s, like the 50, 1950s, when they uh, went to Division One you know, being a division one conference. And so uh, definitely uh, a lot of history, you know, uh, between both conferences and uh, yeah, you know, I I agree. I only heard, uh, you know, when folks talk about SWAC hours and stuff like that, you know, uh, uh, from the SWAC, but definitely, um, you know, the CIAA and the MEAC have a lot of, lot of history, especially on the East coast. All right. Uh, Cuss, I know that both you and, well, I'm just realizing that both you and Chuck are from the MEAC and the CIAA, but you went to one school that was in both. So do you know the history of either the MEAC or the CIAA? All I know is that they still call the CIAA the colored, um, <laughs> colored athletic association, or colored inter- intercollegiate athletic association. Um, and I mean, Chuck already said it all. Started in 1912, Hampton Institute, all that stuff, all in there. Most of the schools that was in there went to Division One, switched to MEAC, just to try to change things up. You know, get a little bit more of a recognized, uh, be a little bit more recognized out there, get a little bit more seen. But um, as far as you know, that true history, I, I think we lived it. I'm old, so I lived a lot of the history in the CIAA. <laughs> um, going to those games, those big tournaments back in the day when people actually went to the basketball tournament when it wasn't about the parties, but it was about the basketball games and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I have no clue what swack hours are. I'm going to tell you all that right now. Maybe it's because I'm just, you know, I'm out, I'm out of date with it. 
I don't even know what we're, what we're referencing, but I'm sure that I'll find out amongst the many in here right now. Um, MEAC, I don't really know the history of the MEAC. I know that once Norfolk State got in it, um, and we started seeing all these other schools and that we used to see before in the CIAA, like you said, they came from the CIAA, went to the MEAC. You know, when they would leave the MEAC, we would, I mean, leave the CIAA, we'd be a little bit offended. Why you leave? What's this? What's that about? And then once it got to a point where we were joining, you know, I, don't know, I think we didn't even look at the CIAA the same. We looked at the MEAC and said, let's see what we got in here and let's go forward. So I'm still interested to learn more about the history of both conferences, all conferences. I've also did some work with the SWAC. I never marched in a SWAC school, but uh, I did some work with them. I've announced for some uh, one of their bands, as well as uh, put a nice battle of the bands together for, for two of them. So, you know, that's what I know. Not much. All right. Word. Hey, Julian, can I, can I say something real quick? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, my man just, just made me think of something. Y'all, we, we, you know, we don't hear too much about the CIAA, especially with it being like the oldest conference, you know what I'm saying, for us, for HBCUs. But we always hear about the CIAA tournament. Right. And when he was talking about like the tournaments and all the teams, let me tell you, the years that I've been to the MEAC tournament, oh my goodness, horrible compared to CIAA. I mean, CIAA, you see every band, every cheerleading squad, um, representation from every school. And I mean, it's like the I mean, it's like the NCAA tournament, you know what I'm saying? But you know, what I'm saying the HBCU version. Man, when I went to that first MEAC tournament at the Arthur Ashe uh, uh, Arena in Norfolk, I was like, "Where is everybody?" You know what I'm saying? And, and we didn't see half the bands. People weren't there. The arena just was. I was just like, "Man, like this is crazy." So a lot of people don't, you know. Uh, uh, understand the history and tradition of the CIAA and, and that tournament. I mean, it brings so much. I mean, everybody goes to that tournament. And so uh, the CIAA is a gem too. Um, I don't know if, if you remember custom, they had uh, CIAA used to have a all CIAA band. Yeah. And so at the championship game, if you got selected from um, each band and then you did a performance together. You know, it was like an all-star band from representation for all the CIAA bands. And so it was a dope thing. So I'm hoping to see that come come back because I don't know if that could be pulled off in another conference. Uh, but it used to do in the CIAA and, and it was it was a dope thing to see. I know I used to see it as a high school kid, but man, I'm going to be in that one day. So, so there's some gems in the CIAA that I don't think we talk about enough. Uh, real quick, Julian, I'm sorry, apologize. Uh, but he's absolutely right. And they did do that with the MEAC for the, what was it, St. Petersburg? Oh, that's right, that's right. I, I did, I remember that. I got selected and I didn't go. I remember that. They did that one year, that's right. Yeah. Go to the MEAC, they put that, that band together for that St. Petersburg uh, parade. And uh, I mean, it's something doable and it, it would be dope if they did it again. But So, I'm going to be honest, I just learned some stuff I didn't even know. So, appreciate both of y'all for that. Uh, I'm, I didn't know that. All right. Uh, Tevin, young brother, you in a hotel? <laughs> now I'm on a cruise. <laughs> okay. okay. Hotel right. on the water. Yeah, I'm on a, yeah. I'm on a boat right now, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're doing after you get off here. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> do you know the history of the swag? Uh, history of the swag? Not necessarily. Uh, I just know Southwestern Athletic Conference, um, and it's arrived of uh, 
group of HBCUs that were in the South. But as far as like the actual history of it, I'm not, I couldn't give you a full breakdown of the history. All right. Last one, Quan. I know you just got finished chewing, so you good. Uh, yeah, you, you was on here smacking, brother. Uh, do you know the history of your conference? See, my you ain't by yourself now. You got you got two extras. Uh, I know the little bit that I do know. Of course, we know the name and title. Uh, at one point, I I did know that Langston was a part of uh, the swag. Um, I believe Wiley College uh, was a part of the swag, and it had like other. Uh, universities and colleges that we that we tend to forget um that was in it and that was dominating at it at one point uh right now of course we know the i guess we could call it the big 10 of the swag of course you know uapb texas southern prairie view jackson state alcorn so forth and so on but they had other universities and colleges uh prior to that was actually really doing some great things in it uh, that's really uh, about, about it uh, in regards to the swag Man, look at this education that people are giving out right now. People didn't even know Langston was part of the swag. I didn't know that either, see? Man, you see, this, this is why we do these things. All right, man, but we're really going to get into it now. Um, so here's the question that I got to ask, and this this is stemming from the he ain't swag conversation. We're going to go around the room. Let me ask this. What makes the swag the swag? And I'm only, right now, I'm only speaking from a band perspective. That's only what I'm talking. I ain't talking about football. I ain't talking about basketball. I ain't talking about party. What makes the swag the swag? Uh, Chuck, you got it first, bro. I don't know. No, um, <laughs> I think if you, you know what I'm saying, for me on the outside in for that conference, or I think for any conference, man, you, you putting some time and some energy um, you know what I'm saying? And, and resources, I'm sure we're going to get to that later. Um, you know, but, uh, again, putting it, putting forth time and energy and resources towards, um, you know, that conference, putting in your time, you know, at least a season, at least a year, at least, I mean, uh, you know, uh, something to give back to the school and to make the school or your program, your band program better. I mean, I, I don't think if you just show up to camp and you quit after camp, you got some swack hours or MIAC or CIAA hours. Like, nah, you, you know, you wasted time and, and resources, but, you know, you put forth, you know what I'm saying, a season in class, especially if you graduate as well, too. Like, I, I, that's, that's, that's part of it in my book, in my opinion. All right. Cuz, what makes the swack the swack? You yeah, asked me that. All right, so yeah. I'm old, right? The swack back in the day, my first introduction to the swack back in the day was Southern, right? Southern was the first school. I'm from New York. We didn't care nothing about marching band in New York. I'm just being honest. Um, it wasn't major. Um, I was a concert band guy. I sat down and played for the mayor, the governor, stuff like that. I didn't march. Um, SWAC, when I first heard about the SWAC, it was Southern University. What made the SWAC the SWAC when I first heard about them? It was a bunch of people playing loud. That's, that's what it was for me. That's what I heard. That's what I saw. A bunch of people playing loud. Just loud, just a bunch of movement, you know. Um, but as I grew into the band more and started to, you know, see more and hear more and find out what was 
going on, you know, you find out different things that people are doing and, and how their program is ran and what their time and effort is into making it be what it's supposed to be. Um, I will tell you honestly, and we might have to, you know, you might ask me some questions later, but um, swag is a swag. I mean, it's just, it's, that's them. When you want to, I don't want to start no mess, man. I don't want to start no mess. Say what so, you got to say, man. Golly. This is, the, I, this is the first time I've ever heard you hold back anything. So I'm I'm actually shocked. But go ahead. Let's, let's go for it. Back, you know, when I was in the bank, we could care less about the SWAC. SWAC couldn't play to us. You know, there was no musicality in what they were doing. They didn't know how to phrase correctly. You know, they, everything was just, let me bounce my horn and throw as much sound out of it as I could. You know, nothing sound musical. You had some great arrangements of some stuff that, that they did, and it really took certain arrangers, it really took certain people to write for the SWAC in order for you to really hear what they were trying to produce musically. Um, you know, they give you something like, what was it, B-N-G-B, I Don't Want to Lose Your Love? Was that her song? Right? Yeah. Southern killed that joint one year at the uh, Bayou Classic. Killed it. It might have been 95. Somebody in here might not be that old. I don't know. But they killed that joint, right? And that right there made me a Southern fan just for that. Plus the dancing girls in the front. You know, you, you take that, you know, for how you want to take it. Um, but the thing about it was, Mark was just always loud. I didn't really like him musically. I didn't like him. I just be honest. They were loud, and it wasn't no music to it. So that's what I had. Okay. See, there wasn't there wasn't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, hey. Nah, I, I maintained the composure a little bit. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that. Hey, proud of you, man. Appreciate you. Growth. Uh, <laughs> H. <laughs> Growth. Uh, Quan, what makes the swag the swag? I guess it's different for me. <clears throat> because those who don't know, or pe- people know, I'm from I'm from New Orleans, right? From Louisiana. Um, my daddy went to Jackson State. I went to Prairie View, and my other portions of my family they attended Gramlin. So, my introduction of the swag, honestly, from a band perspective, was was very tribal. Uh, It was a sense of diversity to a degree, but it was very tribal. And it was aggression through your horn from the point of view with the attitude that I'm better than you. Uh, Of course, most, and, uh, you know, I I will bet some money on this. Most people's introduction to the swag, nine out of 10 comes from Southern. I mean, for the most part, right? <clears throat> However, when I look at the swag, I just I see a different swagger from other conferences. I see a different attitude, pizzazz, and honestly, a different culture. Uh, as as my brother, you know, spoke eloquently his perspective about the swag. That's how sometimes we felt about the MIAC. We felt that. The MIAC was, you know, more friendly, so to speak. But as I matured growth, as I matured, I realized the MIAC plan, right? Because 
I'll say it like this. Southern is is the swag like fam you was the MEAC to us. Like it was two different worlds that you had to learn how to grow and appreciate both of them. However, when you speak about the swag, it just was like a in your face, kind of like we this tribe, you that tribe, and we gonna run you off the block because we the big chief. That that was swag to me. That was, you know, I know we speak about, you know, loudness and volume, but there was aspects where they was loud, but they was cranking and pushing those musical aspects and musical attributes as well. Um, it was nothing to see Southern March down the street in New Orleans. It was nothing to see Jackson State, you know, playing uh, Get Ready at a, at a particular battle of the bands at Ted Gormley Stadium. Uh, it Like that, I don't, I don't know. Swag, honestly, now, I can't speak about back in the day, but I know for sure now was kind of like a badge of honor if you said that you marched in the swag. Um, because the swag, honestly, now, again, I'm not, you know, older than some of you, but what I know for sure is to say that you marched in the swag band, people knew that your band was, you were serious about band, uh, specifically in the South. Um, it just, it just was different. If And, and it's kind of like your school was your tribe that you represented and that particular swag school just had a different type of vibe and swagger about themselves. Like to say I marched in the swag in the South, you, you, you kind of like it was a, a notch under your belt, so to speak. Okay. I, I got some, I'm just getting it all. Cause I got some thoughts, but uh, <laughs> I see it. I see yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, Tevin, what makes the swag, the swag. So, Honestly, everything that Quan just said is a great example. Um, I know for me, uh, the only thing that I would have to say is like the difference for me was uh, growing up, I started playing when I was in the what, fifth grade and like moved up or whatever the case may be. I went to high school at Smiley, which turned into North Forest. Uh, Gordon was a director there at first and then, you know, saying kind of moved forward. For me, my introduction to the SWAC was preview. The first time I ever saw a college band, Prairie View and TSU, uh, we used to do something in our neighborhood when band, back when high school band was really thriving before the movie Drumline. Um, you had uh, a big thing called a band extravaganza, and TSU and Prairie View used to come down and actually perform, like all the school, different high schools perform, and then you had Prairie View and TSU, which will come, and they'll perform as well. So... Preview already had stood out to me, and then when I went to high school, marched in that band, and then kind of went to college, and then kind of preview, whatever the case might be. Um, but what Quan said, that's literally what it was. What stood out, always stood out, was when we talked about the MEAC, it's literally what he said. We looked at the MEAC as, which, you know what I'm saying, as you grow, you know what I'm saying, the more you know, you learn more, you'll say, okay, cool. Yeah, it was It was musicality, but you looked at it more as though like they were more friendly. They were more like laid back. They were more chill. It, like when they came to the swag, yeah, I see your face. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I understand. But outside looking in, that's what it was. When you saw fam, you, you'll say, oh, okay, they were a big band that could, you know what I'm saying? Dance, blah, blah, whatever the case may be. But that whole, like the view that everyone had as far as like how serious they took it, we felt like the swag was 
Exactly. He said swag was like the professional, like we take this serious. We don't play about band. Like band is actually a sport. When you came, like I said, and this is only us being around the swag and being in the swag. We didn't really go into and think about everything that was going on with the MIAC and everything like that. To us, we felt like it wasn't as serious. So, I mean, as far as like what the swag is, it was just more so a combination of all the different bands and different styles, depending on which band you were in. You had a different style and you kind of got this uh, love and passion for that band and that style and trash talking, taking tears and everything like that. Swag hours were swag hours was you marching, getting your time in, getting a chance to play against the different bands and everything like that. Once you finished your year, you had the quote unquote swag hours. So yeah. All right. Uh fire. Now I think it's fair now because we got a couple more swag answers in here. So now you don't feel what you but go I ahead. Wait to hear what you finna say. I saw what, your face. What makes the swack the swack, Maya? <laughs> mm, I mean, okay, I do not disagree with what anybody has said. Um, I think it really just comes down to aesthetic. Like, just very simply, plainly speaking, the swack is aggressive, it's loud, it's boisterous, it's flamboyant. It's, I don't know, to me, it screams tradition, but that can be very biased because it is the only tradition that I know coming from my background and going up through the ranks of that. Um, but very, and I've said it before, so, you know, don't hate me, but very plainly put, in layman's terms, I guess you could say, like, the swag versus anybody else is very much drumline. Like, it's Morris Brown, like, the aesthetic, the characteristic of Morris Brown versus anti. Now, I might be putting my foot in my mouth because PB gives a little anti from time to time. If we're just being honest, <laughs> if we're just being honest, <laughs> but aside from that, it's very much the difference of hitting with a little fight of the bumblebee versus cranking or something. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, just to add a little tidbit because we've kind of beat this horse dead. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Luke. We just did not. I don't know the Miak or anybody else. If you wasn't swag, it was just kind of like, eh. Right, and but it was one band in the MEAC that definitely got attention of the SWAT. And you can't say it didn't in the early 2000s and late 90s. Fair. Come on, fam, you? No. Well, oh, no. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm asking you. <laughs> no. Um, and, and again, I'm not just, I'm not trying not to be biased, but, you know, we would have a lot of SWAT bands on our schedule. And, you know, in the history of our SWAC encounters, we on the up and up in terms of A&C. Okay. <laughs> Look at Corey. <laughs> we, we, we. Our SWAC encounters. Uh, that, now, that, that 03 battle in Vegas was epic. We're, we're not going to discredit that. Mm-hmm. However, what other swag schools you got, big homie? We saw Southern in the 90s and put our foot in their tail in the 90s. We seen Jackson in 2001, where the JSU was all crooked on the field. Shots fired! And we definitely took that one. 
Uh, I'll give Prairie View and A&T and Cali. That was like 06 oh, or 07. Oh, I'll give that. Hey, can, can I be honest? That's the only one I'm concerned about. Right, right, right. I'll give that. I'll give that. <laughs> I, was not, I was not in that band. That's, and I was that's, clarity. that's the only one I was talking about. Could we tore that ass up oh, from no, the morning? Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. I'm one and on the MEAC, so I'm We can talk about at the Celebration Bowl with Alcorn the last few years with a football team and the band. Showed them up. But see, the thing is, you would have a lot of people who would say, like, an example of what he said earlier, where some people would say the swag uh, would be more focused on volume versus, like, actual musicality. Sorry. See, so, so <laughs> wait a minute. Before, before you keep going, Tevin. Before you keep going, Tevin. Hold up. Before you keep going. See, everybody, everybody has basically done that. So let's do this real quick. I'm going to go back around Maya. What is your, uh, what is your perception of the alternate conferences? So any conference that's not your, cause first of all, there's more than just the MEAC, but what is your perception of anything that's not sweat? The truth. I, 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 why would I ask you to lie? That was the whole point of the conversation. <laughs> Rude. You know, you know how many times you've been rude on this daggone show. Now you don't want to be rude. This, so, so, so today is your calm day. Yes. Nah. Ooh, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to listen. Become another person. Become another person. Now, now you know oh, if now you know a Portia was here, she wouldn't let you do that. My perception is that. Okay. My perception used to be that. I don't care. Like, it does not matter to me because it's just not, not necessarily like, like, ain't nobody seeing one another, but just like out of sight, out of mind, I guess I could say, right? So we weren't going to have very big dealings with the whomstever. And if we did, it was more so the MEAC, giving a slack MEAC challenge or whatever the case may be. But my perception was that it really wasn't none. There was not one because it just, it didn't matter. We weren't going to be spending time or what have you, so... I don't really care. Okay. Chuck, what was your perception of the alternate conferences or conference? Well, conferences, because SEAC um, and, and SWAC. I mean, uh, definitely like, like uh, you know, Tevin and a few other folks have said this um, more emphasis on, um, you know, volume and uh, versus like field show presentation. A lot of the, and again, I remember, uh, BET used to do, uh, used to show Southern and Hampton like all the time, you know, like every year for like, I guess, I don't know if it was like Heritage Bowl or something like that. And, and that was the first time I saw like Southern on TV. And um, and, and I noticed very, very quickly, and, and we've talked about it on the show and whatever, I'm like each year, I'm like, okay, I saw that what they did on the field last year. Oh, they're doing that again, you know, in some way, shape or form in some type of variation. So I'm like, okay, on the field, I'm seeing a lot of the same things that I've seen before. Um, and so that, that was kind of my perception, um, you know, for, uh, the SWAC conference, you know, when it, when it came to everybody else, I didn't really know who else existed in the SIC or any of the other conferences, you know, uh, just to be honest. And, and, you know, and then for CIAA being in and then being on the outside, it was like programs that were like gems, but didn't have the exposure is maybe like the other conferences. Um, and, and, you know, at one point, um, 
all of the bands in the CIAA were very similar to the MEAG, meaning that they had some variety. They were all different. No one CIAA band sounded the same. You know, you had Virginia State, which they do their own thing, and and uh, Winston at one point, and, and things like that. And so, you know, yeah. All right, Tevin, what is your thoughts on the opposite conferences? Uh, so for me, it's kind of much like my, if I, for me, it wasn't, there was never a thing when I was younger where I was like, the MEAC is just this big thing, whatever the case may They were there. They were great. Like, they are all great bands. Now I understand all great bands, and I've got a chance to actually see different bands in the MEAC and say, okay, I really like this program. They're doing this, they're doing that, whatever the case may be. So you may see like an NCAT where they're going to do a great field performance and they'll have you like locked in. Or you may see like a Bethune Cookman where they're going to do something great. But if you're going back some years, they were just there. And it's kind of, it kind of like echoes what I was saying earlier, where with the swag, there's like, there was like a wow factor that came with the swag, whether it was you talking about the fifth quarter, where you were talking about field show, uh, where you talking about PV when it comes to the drum line and doing like a, uh, doing a drum feature, doing a field show. Like there were different things. So like even when he says like, oh, well, they'll do the same thing. For me personally, I didn't see that often where you saw Prairie doing the same thing over and over. But along with that, there were different segments that uh, went into the show that caught your attention. So, yeah, you may see uh, Entertainment Tonight happen, but then after Entertainment Tonight, you're going to get a drill. Then after you get that drill, you know the drum line is going to come up and they're going to do something different. They're going to do something that's going to stand out, something that's going to be creative. Then you're going to get you a good dance routine. You may get a drum in, uh, drum major entrance. Like, you're going to get the blowdown. Like, you're going to get different things that are going to, like, catch your attention that's going to really stand out. So when you're talking about that for the swag, that's something that, like, stood out a lot. And then, like I said, putting your putting excuse me blowing putting it through your horn the volume that you would get from and the volume that you would get in the sound that you got when you went to a swag game and you watched the bands battle and the competition you actually felt when you sit to the side and you watched the two bands going back and forth it was a little like it actually stood out more versus anytime I looked up like say a MIA game or anything like that it was more not not to keep like use the word friendly, not to really use the word friendly, but it was more like laid back. We're just here to like play. This is what we're supposed to be doing. You play at me, I play at you. And that's kind of it. Like we're just gonna play a little bit, but it wasn't as competitive, like from what I saw anyway, which once again, you only know what you're seeing all the time. But my few times that I got a chance to like really witness anything, it wasn't as competitive. And it wasn't as thrilling. And I mean, everything outside outside of me, everything, like, even when I, like, what you just said earlier, me hearing about CIAA, like, I actually learned something because I didn't, like, that's something I hadn't even heard about until now, which, I mean, it could be a bad thing, but, like, hearing it was like, oh, okay, cool, I hadn't heard that before. So it was good actually learning that now, but outside of, for me, it was always swag, me, and then, I mean, that was pretty much, that was, that was the, Main things that I knew of. All right, Cuz, what did, what was your or what are your thoughts on the opposite conference? So now that I've heard everybody pretty much, you know, using all types of words in here, and now that I know that the forum <laughs> is that wide open, I, I 
I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip into a vocabulary that's just used because you know it emphasizes certain aspects of what I'm gonna say. Um, other conferences when I was in the CIAA, let's start with when I was in the CIAA. Other conferences ain't mean shit to me. Understand? I didn't look for them. I ain't listen for them. I ain't give a damn. I cared about the conference bands that I was going against that were in my conference. So we just wanted to know that we was going out there and we was putting foot in everybody's ass in the CIAA. Once we jumped into the MEAC, we just wanted to know that we was putting foot in everybody's ass in the MEAC. Once we saw people in the SWAC, we was like, oh, we could put a foot in their ass too. Where they at? They ain't playing like us. Yeah, they loud, but who gives a shit? They ain't playing like us. They ain't got no musicality. They ain't got no tone. They ain't got no intonation. They ain't got no pitch. Fuck them. That's how we thought. And we looked for you, motherfuckers. Not y'all. But we looked for you because we wanted that opportunity to come in there and bust the swag's ass. I'm just being real about it. Norfolk State, that's my school. That's what I rock with. Homecoming is this week. If anybody got something to do or don't, come on out. Julian ain't going to make it. Um, anyway, thing about it is that's how we nope. looked at it. It wasn't about, um, oh, what they doing over there? Fuck them. We, we didn't think about you. We didn't care about you. If you was in the, the CIAA, that's who we rock with. That's, that was us. We was cool with each other. We would get out there. We would battle each other, go toe-to-toe. And at the end of the day, we'd speak and be cool and be whatever, be cordial, whatever it was. When I would see the swag on TV, it started with your band directors. Those were some of the hoodest people I would see in the South. Because they'd be up in there, yeah, get his ass, all that. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? That's how they rock. That's how they did it. And that's what we saw. I didn't do that. My band director was Alzi Francis Walker. Rest in peace to that man. Great guy. That was my band director when I went to Norfolk State. He had words that he used. I'm not going to put these words out there with y'all because y'all ain't in the Legion, but the Legion members understand certain words that we use in order to keep everybody out of what we did, but allowed everybody to feel and understand what we were doing. So for the other conferences, it didn't matter if you wasn't in our conference. We just wanted to know that we could bust your ass. And when we saw you, if we see you, we bust your ass. Bottom line. Same way that happened when Norfolk State first went to the Honda. Bust that ass. Whoever was there. It didn't matter who was in the, in the stadium. They got that ass bust. SWAC, MEAC, CIAA, whoever you was in. You got that ass bust the first year Norfolk State went to the Honda. And everybody knows it. That's me. All right. Quan. Can we get some bomb drops or some? <laughs> I don't. I don't got. I don't got. Hey, there we go. That's all I got. I don't got no bomb drops. I don't got no bomb drops, man. I'm sorry, man. You know, hey, I'm trying to get better. Uh, Quan, what was your thoughts? And by the fact, before I get to Quan, Justin, I see you down there. I'm just waiting for you to stop chewing, bro. Uh, Quan, what was your thoughts on the opposite uh, conference? Well, I, you know, this is my first time meeting meeting my uh, brother Cuz, but I, I feel the sentiment. But that's how we felt in a swag, though. We was like, we didn't give a shit. You know, like we we really didn't because we felt like the swag was the creme de la creme of conference of 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 bands. So, in regards to the MEAC, because we did feel like the MEAC was the only competition, so to speak, right? 
Um, because in the MEAC at the time, you did have FAM. You did have um, Bethune. Um, we didn't hear too much of Norfolk being sincere because y'all didn't travel like that until that 07 Honda, which I must say, everybody, this ain't no lying, no front. And I'm going to say this. If you was in the back and you saw that show in Honda in 07, we was like, God damn. Then that that just be one thought wild. Cause when we saw that show, we say, God damn, we gotta go behind these niggas. Like, and that was a fire show, you dig what I'm saying? So you gotta you gotta keep it a hundred on that. Um, but we didn't we didn't feel like we were afraid of anyone. And you gotta realize that the MEAC of what we see now wasn't the MEAC then. I must say that Norfolk has been the one of the most consistent ones. Um, throughout their, you know, time of being the Legion and whatnot, as I researched and did more history. But we just gonna keep it a thousand, big Chuck. Y'all know y'all ain't the same A and T, right? Oh, nah, I'll be the first to tell you. It's it's, it's definitely different. And I was in that transition between the old machine and the new machine. And I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, uh, we about to spend more time on this field than running these what we would call non-returnables, you know, for the fifth quarter. So, you know, I I get it. You know, that's just that's the vision of the the new band director, and 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 there's things I like about it, and there's things things I don't. And so, uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely different, definitely different, definitely. Different. All right, so so, so uh, my bad. Go ahead, Quan. No, so I, w- I was just saying, just just bottom line, like we didn't, we really didn't feel that, like feel that way, and we were just gonna be a thousand. I was in the preview that I was blessed to start traveling, so we were seeing more bands uh, in a different perspective. But we're gonna be honest, the most traveled, well traveled bands in the SWAC at that time was either Gramlin, Southern, or J State, and nine out of ten, you possibly saw Southern first, right? Southern was that premier band that was on TV, Super Bowl, so forth and so on. Prairie View wasn't traveling, bro. Uh, I think Prairie View had went to Tennessee State one year. That was a big, big thing for them. They went to Alabama State one year. That was a big thing for them. But we really didn't start traveling until that 07 year when we went to California two, three times and then went to Honda and so forth and so on. But we we really didn't go anywhere. Uh, Another band that we failed to mention is UAPB. Like they had a, a really good band over some years. However, I don't think they've gotten that light. Uh, but when it came to like bands like CIAA not being ugly, we really didn't know what conference they was in. We just knew the school. Like you cannot take away um, the years that uh, Prop Harton, uh, that's how you pronounce the name, Harton was at Virginia State. Like some great years while he was there. Um, you know, we didn't too much hear about Livingston. When when Clark Atlanta had a had, you know, that band was doing well, what conference were they in? Was it still SIAC or something like that? Isn't that what they're in right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah. And so we only heard about them and really saw them because of what? Drumline. We didn't know what conference Morris Brown was in, but we knew them because of what? Drumline. It's just it's just certain. So it's like it wasn't – we wasn't even tripping on conferences. We was like, that school has a good band, no matter what conference. We was like – but we if you was in a swag, we knew who you were. You know what I'm saying? But if you was just a random band from that particular state, we respected you 
from that that school, but we really didn't know you like that. So it really wasn't a thing about who we saw. We just was like, man, that's a decent band and whatever, and just like that. But we didn't feel nobody. I feel y'all treat Mississippi Valley like that, like they in another conference. I just got to say that. Okay. But, but can I say this? It's kind of like why? Because over the last 10 years, look at the turnover rate that they had. Oh, no, I for think sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. But back in the day, they were like fire. Like I had no clue. And I yeah. did some research and I was like, God, dog. I was like, why ain't nobody talking about them? When there was a core school, bro, they would open up and, and smash. But, I agree. But I, I, me being honest, I really, I mean, I, and I think that the band director, uh, Prof Harvey, who what he's doing that now was great. But I do wish they they go back to that preferred because they were the most different band in the swag. That was the band that stood out the most in those early nineties and eighties and so forth. But man, uh, I want to because he been itching this whole time, and I want to go ahead and let him get his 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 thirty seconds in. Uh, to say what he needs to say before we go on to the next next joint, man. So go ahead, Justin. Say say what you got to say because he he been shaking his head. He was saying everything in the in the background. So you got it, Justin. Hey, like thirty seconds. All right, I'm gonna try to get it in, but um, it's so much. But anyway, I, I'm gonna just agree with Quan said. Uh, it was like who the hell are the other conferences? I'm saying if you good, you good. Like you don't know what conference Murray Brown was in, but we know they were spanking it ass, spanking it ass, right? To the point to, like, you know, I'm young. Germanline was, like, my introductory to, like, what what other band is besides what I know in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? I, I always, when I grew up, I kind of felt offended. Why y'all put these white-ass bands on Germanline? Yeah, put some like, a Southern or, like, you know, Southern is exactly what I grew up off. I like Jackson on there. You give us these puts and stuff that, you know, we don't use that down south, Jackson do, but you know what I'm saying? It's just a culture, but like, I, I wholeheartedly agree, who are those other bands and where the rest of the band at, you know what I'm saying? Why are they playing so soft? You know what I'm saying? They, they're not messing with nothing over here on this side of the world. Like, my favorite band growing up was FAMU and Garrett to tell you that. It was always my favorite band. Why one? They reminded me of everything I've seen in New Orleans. Loud Colors and Big as Hell. I had to stop liking them. Why? If they ain't crank, that's when I ain't know no better. You know what I'm saying? So I seen them for the first time, 2010, I went to Honda, and they shut it down with that Jasmine Sullivan. They actually had some knocks on So long story short, because I really wanted to go in about those other conferences, but never, nevertheless, it was always who are who are they if it ain't FAMU or if it ain't like Morris Brown and Norfolk because of the dizzies, because they do what we do down here, you know what I'm saying? Who are they? You know what I'm saying? That's just some years, like I, I was preaching last year, we don't even see Norfolk. Now, when they come to the National Battle Bands, it's kind of good because we only hear of what of the stories and how good they used to be and this, that, and the third, but they still foreign to us. Like, even believe it or not, NCAT is too. You only see them at Honda. And how many people go to Honda for, for uh, on this side of the world? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I wanted to say about it. It was just a matter of if you're good, we know who the band is. It don't really matter about the conference. Just where we at, everybody got some knockers. And uh, Chuck about Valley. It wasn't that far ago. You better go look at what uh Valley did uh two thousand twelve against Jackson State right there. That was far. That wasn't long ago. You know what I'm saying? It was it was swole. So that's what I wanted to say about it. Uh, yeah, I and oh I know. Were you saying something, Cuz? Okay. Yeah, and uh 
So I, I'm a, I'm gonna give you a chance, another chance to to really say what you need to say. But I I do want to hit this next topic because it's something that I, I thought about in this whole process of putting this this episode together. So uh, let's do it the right way. Welcome everybody to talk that talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and tap that like, daddy man. Go ahead and get these thumbs up. Let's get, help this YouTube algorithm right now. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for Apple Podcasts, where you can type in Real Talk That Talk. All right, so one of the com- the comment that that uh, brother, brother, brother Robinson Jr. made, he ain't SWAT. And being a person who worked in SWAT for, for X amount of years, there was a certain level of ownership that SWAT people have. I just I, and I, I couldn't figure it out, you know, uh, being there, like where that comes from, because we never was like big, like MEAC people. We were just banned. Like, like that's that's what mattered to us. But I'm going to put this out here. Here's the question. Is claiming a conference similar to claiming a block and or street you don't own? God damn, you went you went there. Yes, I did. <laughs> Cause that's what I that's what I thought about, bro. Like, hey, say it, say it one more time. It's one running down the bottom. Read it. It's claiming a conference similar <laughs> to claiming a block or street that you don't own. That's the, same, that's the same shit as claiming a football team you don't play for. As a fan, it's the same thing. It all depends, in my opinion. It all depends on on the audience that you're speaking to, because just being a, okay, we're gonna keep it a, a, a book. If if you tell a person in the south that you marched in the swag, they like people in the south know that we take band serious in the south, right? That's just the equivalent of if I feel like if you say that you marched for the legion and the area that you marched for, you're still claiming or representing an organization. So to that area, if a person feel like the creme de la creme is, is the legion, that's the same thing. That's like me saying, well, I'm box in Houston. No lie in Houston. That means something. That's like saying she a black Fox. That means something. So if you say, I mean, I'm, that's just like saying, uh, Justin, you a Jew. That's the equivalent. I'm just saying. I got, I got one thing I want to say with that. Oh, uh, boy, look, you were the hell out of this question. Because, listen, when I claim my block and my set, everybody with the set. You know what I'm saying? Everybody with it. But I don't think, if I'm in the MEAC, Norfolk, like, the only thing over there that's really worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, I hate to say it in that, in that, in that sense. So, would you claim your set? Like, would you rep, rep the, the, the MEAC because y'all, like, the only thing is really, like, kicking butt over there? You know what I'm saying? So, for example, we said it's like, I'm not going to give you. Texas Southern, Jackson, Southern, and them, PV. Your turn. You feel me? So like, were you, you know, were you asking me or were you was that rhetorical? I'm asking you. It's like it's well, what was the question. question. Listen, I mean, like I, I guess I'm I'm not agreeing to because I'm agreeing with the swag, but I don't think I would look at it like that if I was from the MIA because I don't got too many people to back me up like that. So for example, like if we had to do better bad, swag versus MIA. How that gonna work out? But I think that, but you asking, you asking me. So when you ask me, I'd marched at a different time of the MEAC. 
Because right. if you ask me, I'm going to say right. Norfolk, Norfolk, A&T, A&T FAM, Bethune. Right. Like, right. I got people too, bro. Right. Like, if right. even even if you go to the later later era of South Carolina State. Right. Oh, yeah. So, so like, it's like, to me, it's like this. It's like, so you're basically saying, all right, are we repping a conference like we would rep a city? Yeah. Right? And the thing about it is, again, like we said, Different times. If I say, oh, yeah, I'm, for one, I'm just MIAC. We ain't going to say we, oh, I marched the MIAC. Fuck the MIAC. We marched in Norfolk State. I marched at A&T. I marched at Howard. I marched at whatever. We ain't claiming the fucking MIAC, the conference. Fuck the conference. That shit don't mean nothing. Why? Because we the beast in that conference. Now, if y'all saying that everybody is a beast in your conference, then why y'all have so much animosity towards each other? I I, I, would, I would I would I would swing it this way. I would say um, when repping when when repping the conferences, like you 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 strongly saying in my time. And I wanted to say earlier when we first got started to this thing, the swipe is black band culture. The swipe saves band. We hate to just say it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have first and stuff over the timeline. But did you? But quite consistent. But did y'all, y'all save it? Did y'all save it in the South? Because again. Everybody didn't know who the fuck y'all were. Just like you didn't know who the MIAC was. And then a lot of us didn't know who the CIAA was. So did you only save it amongst your region or the people that knew about you? Because you damn sure didn't save it in the people that was in the MIAC. I, I, I disagree. Gremlin, Gremlin is world fame. Like, everybody know about Gremlin. You know what I'm saying? How many people? If they, they, they were world fame in, like, 1970. They ain't been in anywhere since. So what conference know, know more? Around, around, we send around the world. I bet we know. I bet y'all know about more. I bet do we know about more? Y'all bet. But see, that's I, I, I will. I will have to earnestly disagree with you on that. You're saying which <laughs> conference is no more, and it's not even about the conference. It's about like right now. The only reason the swag was good, bro. The only reason the swag is gonna get a lot more recognition right now is because Deion Sanders is out here talking about I ain't swag. Yeah, y'all gonna get a whole bunch right now. You're definitely mm-hmm. about to get a bunch of recognition like right in now. the band world. You, you have, no, no, no. Check this out. In the band world, in the band world, you are known in the band world. But right now, you about to get extra recognition because Deion Sanders is the coach of Jackson State. He's vocal more about Jackson State. We're starting to get HBCU recognition with Jackson State, like we wanted it amongst every other school. It's gonna okay, start look. somewhere. I think we should, we should just, I feel some type of way about that too. So I think we should break it to what we talking. We kind of talking about band. Because he's speaking some real shit about, about swag in general. The first thing we start talking about band, right? Because I do feel like, oh boy, I had a point when he said, you ain't swag. Like, I get everything Dion doing. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying he's, he's putting it on, he's putting it on the map. And I, I'm one of the ones that feel like a, a lot of Jackson fans feel like, like, you know, he acts like he's saving something when we've been having something. <laughs> This man made it to the NFL from the swag. He's the swag dream. Robinson, the coach who said we ain't swag. He has every right to say you ain't swag because he was born and bred to that. Dion didn't, didn't come through the swag. So I think we need to figure out what we talking about because I thought we we just saying bad. That's all we talk about bad. But you're right because think about this. We all hate when people are talking about ABC. Who the first ABC to think about? Howard, Spellman, Morehouse, Clark. There's a lot of other ABC. So if we talk about the conferences, it depends on what you're talking about. We stay on bad, yeah. But if you talk about 
a lot of people ain't able to swipe with to, to Dion. I kind of, I, I can, I can definitely agree with that. That's the case. A lot of people we know what a conference but, is. You know what the HBC is. But how they go? Okay, so why is this? Just a question. How how long has has and we still talking conference? But how long has Dion been the coach for Jackson State now? Two years. All right. What's their record? Like something in one, like maybe like what is he only lost one game since he's been there. He only lost one game Kansas. since he's been there. He could mm-hmm. look at anybody else and say, You ain't swag. I'm winning. Like what you like... get in there, what you get in there, what is it really about? Like it's we almost like about, we talk yeah, about the almost... conference. Again, so if you're claiming it like it's a city, again, if you're trying to claim the conference, because the question is, is claiming the conference similar to claiming a block street you don't own? Claiming I don't think that the CIAA and the MEAC claim the conference the way the SWAC is claiming the conference. So that's basically a SWAC question in my mind because MEAC, CIAA, I don't think they're claiming the conference. Just like you said over there, you said, uh, you know, CIAA, who you going to name? Who you going to name in the MEAC? We're not thinking like that. We're naming the bands and it's different times. But to try to claim the MEAC as that, that number one conference, nah, I ain't doing that because it goes more than just band, but we just here for band. But yeah. I think, but I think, I think overall, that that comment that he made, like he said, when you listen to the full, full interview, he wasn't diminishing what Deion Sanders has done for the way. What he was saying that there's certain codes, just like on any block or any neighborhood, that you just don't cross. And I think right. he was mentioning mentioning that overall. So when, because they had a, another coach that followed up and said. Yeah, bro, when we was beating this school, we wouldn't have kept running plays to the end. So it's kind of like, yeah, we're swag because we understand the culture. Matter of fact, it was the former coach for, for Southern University, the one that said Norfolk now. So he was saying that it's a different type of – He didn't want to score on, on Dion when he tried to. He had the opportunity. He was at Jackson our last year before he came Norfolk. He could have ran the score, but he he nailed the ball. He said he didn't want to run the score. I feel you. Right, so it's a, it's a different type of – of culture, just like in every city or every block, you have a different type of culture or or a code or whatnot. To get back to the to to this, we know this for sure. In regards to claiming the conference, all of us that went to HBCUs, we could clown and, and talk about every single HBCU. But if a person from a PWI walk up and say something sideways, we are gonna get on that person ass, right? Absolutely. I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing. We're talking or claiming the swag because I know Justin went to Southern, Maya went to PV, I went to PV. So we are all a part of the quote unquote swag culture. So we're gonna rep the swag. Just like I know people from Norfolk, y'all not gonna rep uh like y'all stated the MEAC or y'all chuck y'all may not rep the MEAC, but you're gonna represent your school or your conference in the MEAC that that you pertain to. So it's it's a friendly rivalry when it comes to that. But rolling it back over to band, you're gonna claim your section. And I know people may not think of that, but Julian, you're a dizzy. That means something to the trumpet world of HBCU. And if you say no, nah, what are you saying over there? What are you saying in the corner? If, if you if you say dizzy in the HBCU world, that shit so, means something. What did Doctor Times say over there? What you say over there? That means something, like, and they, they don't act like it. Like, do I be telling Julia and Luke? They be when Julian post one of these controversial ass things, and Luca say something, and the whole band world to get on them. All it's gonna take is I'm a dizzy. That's all you gonna say. And they like, wait, hold on, you what? 
And that's and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing because I'm busy and I got him in there too. So we good. That's what he's supposed to do. And you start off saying it almost like I'm walking this, uh walking a trumpet group. I'm the best trumpet in here, right? And everyone like, I'm like what school you went to? Is that that's that oh okay, all right. You come sit right here, dog. Hey, push down, you know what I mean? That's exactly exactly how it's gonna be. It's a respect thing. And how Dion go, because I'm I love everything he's doing, but I do. I'm not gonna. I feel where boy coming from. Like he played in the swag. He played ten years in in a, in, a, in a NFL. You you know how it is to make make it out the swag of HBC football into the league in general. You know what I'm saying? Dion is just a great player that will live down there. Wherever he go, he gonna bring his influence. So it's almost like a, a crabbing process. You know what I'm saying? I'm swag. You know, what I'm you just getting here. I get you one, and I get you bringing all these resources, but you still gotta humble yourself and and, and, and get out the mud a little more to get the respect. So I don't. I still both. And then, and, and then also, but but on the flip side, I'm gonna play devil's advocate real real quick because of Dion influence. That's why Dion is able to get those type of players to transfer. Right, and I think to a degree, I think to a degree, maybe that's why some some of them also mad too. Absolutely. Because you getting D one people to transfer from like A and M and all of these schools to go to Jackson. I ain't trying to be funny. Jackson, it's probably talking about exactly. Jackson, play for them too. So yeah. it's like it's, you're never gonna win against that. Like this is he could have went to any conference and made this impact. You know, so that's not that's not like he's just a spike. He he could have did this. You know, so this is Deion Sanders. But in, in, in Lamb's terms, bro, I, I I feel both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to act like Dion with Dion doing ain't, ain't great. But to somebody who's been here and he's the, a, a, a swag kid's dream to make it to make it NFL from fight, who still ain't doing that? With Dion. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know, bro. I just I just feel that way about it. Hey, but, but this this is my last question real quick. But why people didn't feel like that when he had that swag recruiting game, like that recruiting tryout for the NFL? Right. Nobody was saying he wouldn't swag then though. Right, exactly. They took they took advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like like when like yeah, because Deion Sanders had a he had a uh he had a combine. NFL scouts that had had a combine just for swag in black school HBCUs. Nobody said he wouldn't swag then. Yeah, I listen, I, I agree with what he's doing. I'm just a matter of like a lady said on on a podcast, she was like, What Dion doing is almost like he came to a household that they didn't have a, a daddy. He playing a daddy role. He he's stepping up now. And the old daddy coming back saying, "No, this is my family. No, I'm I'm taking care of things now." You know what I'm saying? So I feel both sides of it, but at the same time, I I, I just I'm a, I just on the fence about it. I'm always respect somebody who's been in this thing. And you, I did what I did what almost nobody really can't couldn't do. I, I, I could have went to a big school and did. I did it in the HBCU. That's all that man was saying. I'm swag. I thought he said that, but I think he should have used a different word about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm HBCU. No, he, he no, he was like, no, you know no. I think he meant swag. I'm gonna be honest. He meant swag, bro. Like he meant swag. He meant swag because that's exactly what we need. We need more of our athletes that become superstars or whatever or whatever. We need them to come back and try to help give our kids a chance. They need to get seen, and he's making it so Jackson State is seen. He's making it so that the HBCUs are seen a little bit more. And people have hate in their blood. You ain't swag. Why? Because he just beat you? Is that That's why he's not swag? You, you do know what he... 
but he he did make it to the NFL. He he's a he's he's an alumni give back to his HBCU. That's, you know that's understandable. So what's what's the what's the purpose of saying you ain't swag though? Just because he didn't play. Like, yeah, basically, yeah. That, that's that's he, 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 how many years ago was that? Like, that's the thing about us. We stay stuck on dumb shit mm. for so long. We we blow the point. They like twenty. I think he played ten. No, it was like whatever nine what, ninety ninety one. And yeah, about twenty whatever. I don't know. Right. Yeah, he's been, you out, know. He been out of college for years. Yeah. He came mm-hmm. back. He got an HBCU. He's coaching a squad, and they're winning. They busting ass out there. Say, side note, they just Jackson State just got approved to get a new stadium, by the way. New stadium, and they stadium ain't no shab. Right. Right. So they getting a new stadium. They getting a new stadium, right? It's be interesting too to see when them. You put, when you put the right people in your organization, you can get more for your organization. Mm-hmm. So when we have a situation right now where we have two professional college HBCU football coaches, and now you done this, all you did was say something to try to get you some recognition. You ain't swag. The hell does that mean? But see, that's the thing. That's the, that's the thing. Cause like the swag people that I know, we're like, I felt that. Like, it really resonated with them. And for me, I'm like, eh, you know, like, I don't. Look, I, you, I, you, you probably had a situation like that. People, when you came to PV, they probably say you wouldn't sweat. And then what you told them. So kid. let me, let me. But see, I wanted, I wanted to bring that up because you said something that, that triggered me. So because I grew up, born and raised in, in, in Houston, went to Norfolk, came back, was at PV for five years. How is it that, or, or or let me let me put it this way, Maya, you could probably answer this question because you were there, or Quan. Uh, so I I even though being there, I I still ain't I I ain't got my hours basically. See <laughs> and see that's what that but see that's you know why that's trash to me. The reason why <laughs> the only reason why it's trash to me because there is no way that you can sit here and say, man, this man came from whatever band. And he marched in this section, and he's cold. But because I didn't march in this particular conference, I ain't I, I ain't in all the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, regardless of regardless of what I what I what is what I did at PV, regardless of what I did at PV, regardless of what I did in the band that I marched with, I ain't good. I ain't good. Question. I, question. Luke, Luke, I got a question. I got a question. So if I, so if I get hired at no phone, or, or just say cold steel, and I and I get up there, and I didn't march for the box, I didn't been you know work DCI, you know blah 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 blah. blah. You telling me ain't nobody gonna say, bro, you ain't million dollar though. You not cold steel, so nobody gonna say that. They gonna do it for a little while. But goddamn, how long does it take? Right. Like we That's did, we did it. So we <laughs> did it. They don't look like that. They don't look like that, bro. They don't look like that. It, it, it's not the amount of it's not the amount of hours. Cause shit, it's people that I graduated that still ain't got their goddamn sweat. So it, it's, just, it's just a different type of thing, and it's just like one of those. I don't know. Maybe I can't explain it to you. Or maybe it's like some type of Morse code or unwritten code that only swag people understand, but. Yes. Y'all was on y'all's way. Because remember when y'all got there, Luke, we said, what, y'all crabbing now? 
Which, but, but that was fine for me. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I, I mean, I ain't no hope. You know what I'm saying? But. Did, you, did you? Okay, again, this is me playing devil's advocate. This is me splitting my mind of Maya now versus Maya then or Maya and the likes or whomever, right? You was on your way. But it's because you had a, you had a different, you know, but no no because that ain't that ain't that ain't how i am you know what i'm saying that personality wise that's not how i am you know what i'm saying but and i might i don't know if you were in there that day when i went off on the band i don't know if y'all y'all were in there but my whole point in saying that is, and I think I have, and I think it also resonates back to the idea of, of y'all thinking that we was just like soft. Like I just, I never could under, I still can't understand that to this day. Like, but that, but to me, that just doesn't make any sense. That perception of people be like, we have arrived. <laughs> like they do be like, fam, fam, turn it down, fam. That the the fam fam dudes and and this is this is no disrespect to fam but fam dudes will walk in there and be like we have arrived like I'm here now like that's 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 I'm gonna be real you know what I'm saying I, I'm I, but other than that like that's that but that's not that wasn't my character but I still don't understand the idea of like we was just some like soft little peon dudes who just like to you know play flight of the bumblebee bumblebee like I just don't get that like. We yeah, crank Maya up too. G right there, the flight of the bumblebee shit. That was Maya's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She the one that threw the, the me act under the bus with flight of the bumblebee. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like we crank yeah. up too. I just could never understand. Like we crank up too. Like we get aggressive. We way. we fight. We do all the same things. We just don't. <laughs> we just don't run around it and and got that gonna claim a a, a, a conference. Like when you your first thing you said, custom when you got out here, and I was rolling, I was dying that when he it sounded like he about to say something cocky. He said, "I'm from New York." I don't know. What does he do? Then he said, "Uh, I sat down and played." Well, I bet you did. You know what I'm saying? This is all the swag stuff. I'm saying that what's exciting to you, like in the musicianship, is boring to us. But at the same time, we know you're a player. We know you're cold. You know what I'm saying? But then look how this switch. Yeah, this. right. And then and then on the on the flip side of that. We looking like, look at these motherfuckers over here doing all exactly. this shit, just trying to get some sound out. They fucking home. Why they drums sound like that? Yeah, why you? Why you? Why you got a dude rolling them drum down the field? That's grambling. Why do you have a dude rolling <laughs> the goddamn drum down the field? We asking the same question. No, we we all asking that. We are kind of leg tennis and shit like that. Like this shit that would be considered weird or different. So why they got wood on their drums? Why they got a spin it? Why they got a spin it? Why they got a camera on him? Why they got a camera on him on the fifty? And he ain't right. Hey, I said that too. Why they symbols? Why they symbols like that? Why they don't? Why they? Why they keep throwing them like that? Yeah. I know I was gonna say I know Julian and Custom probably been a part of it, but there's like a unknown event to anybody that's not in the CIW because it's the old CIAA conference, and it's called IMA. Mm-hmm. The Intercollegiate Music Association. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you, when you sit down in that ensemble, I was part of the first I, I went in uh, 2001. It was at North University. It was at North State University. Yep, and you gotta play. You better know something. You can't you come in there and just throw some loud ass notes they put, out there. They put them legends up there, and you sit next to such and such with such and such school, and you like, all right, 
<laughs> you know, maybe and I'm not as good as I think I am. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, you know, I, I de- definitely feel what I'm saying. So I think it's like on two sides. Like we both like see different things that, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, why is it like this? Or why is it like that? So, you know what I'm saying? Different different, di- different strokes for different folks, you know. But um, I-, I definitely feel that, um, you know, some of the other conferences that don't get seen as much, there's a little bit more variety, you know what I'm saying? Um, just, just, just in my opinion, you know. Or at one time, the SWAT conference had a little bit more variety. Right. I don't know when it shifted. But it, it, it's it, it sometimes it's, it, it's difficult to tell one between the other. You Robert Champion. Oh, yeah. y'all did talk about that, yeah. Yeah, he, he, I would and, agree with that. And, and look how it was looked to me. Like I hate to say that, all this hazing they doing. For Rest me. in peace, bro. Like crazy man. Rest in peace. That's I don't. And that is a I feel you. That's a real statement. Somebody said about the dudes would be be soft and come to swag and, th- and and think they're hard all of a sudden. They go, and I'm gonna I'm I'm add to that too. And people may not like it, but I'm gonna say what I'll say. When the box died, everybody wanted to be like Jackson State. What's the analogy? What's, Why? The, the analogy is the diversity amongst bands. So Robert Champion died, and then after Robert Champion died, you see a lack of diversity amongst bands, specifically in the South. Then, when the box, when we got put out, you saw a lack of diversity amongst percussion in the South. We know that Southern is going to be traditional, but other, when if you look amongst drum lines and whatnot, diversity ended up lacking, and everybody started emulating War and Thunder. I don't know, man. I think you just wanted to make the box feel important in this conversation. <laughs> no, no, really, no, no, like for anybody that really know me, I don't be going around and be like, yeah. I'm I know, man. I know. I know. But but if you if you really look at like for everybody want to be like Jay Say though. Percussion wise, everybody wants to be they're the most diverse thing since box died. Yeah. I, I will uh well you know I I you know, I, I'm a WT fan, so I can't. I can't. But, but, but watch this, okay? Let me, let me, let me go even further. How when when Mississippi Valley changed the show style, who did they emulate? Uh, how about Lane? How about Lane? Lane WTS a couple years ago. But, but, but yeah, but 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 that's that. I can still rock with them because that's still Memphis Jackson style, though. So I can rock with that. So stylistically, but Pete, but Lane was still chopping, and then Jay State ended up getting better and better and better, right? But that style was still there, right? But when the box died, people started doing features and doing different things like that and seeing people and started emulating just like them. And then everybody from – go ahead. Like Mike said earlier, y'all are like the – y'all got the A&T drumline style. Y'all the only one doing that down here. So technically – I guess I can't. I can't. I cannot agree to it. It's kind of like common sense. If y'all are on the ones flipping and doing backflips and you know what I'm saying, nobody else doing that this way besides y'all. And the next coolest thing to do, I guess, to hump the drum next is that. You know what I'm saying for style purposes. Everybody else is not really look at A and M. Great drum section. I feel like they don't get enough recognition like they should. Who else got a, a cool drum section? I feel like Southern drum section. The beats they just don't batter nobody like on the track like they should. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, because they did. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say that. But uh, I get this. When we when we played when we played them in, in in Vegas, Cole Steel and them, you know, traded cadences and 
I don't know. It was just, it was just weird, you know, and I got a percussion background. It was just weird. And I just didn't, I was like, okay, you know, it, it, it sounded, <laughs> it sounded real cluttered. It sounded real cluttered to me. Uh, but again, when you grow up listening to maybe certain things, like of course on the East coast, we have tonal drums. So we kind of used to that. You know what I'm saying? We used if to I see your band. If I see your band drums, if y'all sit on the side and your band drums go like this, I'm automatically thinking away. Sorry. Right, but again, but see, there we go again. Is that is that a swag mentality? Right, it's because yeah, it's, it's, see, it's, 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 why he why he, he six foot playing this big small bass drum? You know but it's saying? not. But <laughs> like we march some PV. Right, I'm y'all the only one like that. You said y'all y'all other me like band of the swag. Chuck, go ahead and ask the question, and then I got one one question because I, I literally just thought about it like okay, at cool. this present time. Uh, so, can you agree, Justin? And if you don't, it's fine. Um, an in tune sound carries further than an out of tune sound. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and also so, the shot of the pop. The bigger the note, so the shutter cut off. Right, right. It's all it's all physics, right? It's all physics. And so, when you got a bass line, we're just talking about bass drums, and they're in tune to a pitch to a minor harmony. Don't you think that's going to carry versus that big old thirty-two size drum that's not tuned? That somebody's breaking it and putting dents in it and not playing the drum. I. Yeah, no, but I, I get what you're trying to say, it, it carry, but that's Drew Jackson, for example. The best, I like the way they bass drum sound. They have all, all the same thunder, boom. When you hear them coming, you're going to hear them coming. You're not about to tell me that about the uh, carry uh, more than uh, in-cast drum section. It's not. It's just not. But What? Same thing. It, okay, it, if no, you put Jackson style, put in-cast style, we're going to see who got the bigger, bigger carry. Let's see. Yeah, if and again, if you're right close to it, yeah, you're going to feel it in your chest like the concert bass drum that's on the stage. But if I'm listening to it outside of the stadium and down the street, that in tune sound's going to carry. So you're saying, so you basically saying they're in tune because they don't have your size drum. Right. Yeah. I'm not talking I'm, I'm not saying that Southern and, and I talked to Kedrick almost weekly and I always applaud him just in the direction and the development and things that he's doing Southern sounds the best that they've sound in a long time in my opinion Ooh. Lord, in my God. opinion and see and that's the thing it's not what folks are maybe used to but i can actually listen and hear the intonation in the piccolos now and they carry and they cut that's true but before anytime they would be isolated or by themselves man they would just add a tune like i'm, 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 I'm gonna bring that one to the group i'm, I'm gonna bring that to the group uh, you can yeah, you yeah. can and so again i'm just saying just on a physics standpoint we ain't even talk about the musicality just on a physics standpoint like sound waves just like if you and i are talking and articulating like if, if we were online for swag five swag and we we spit in swag history and we do it at the same way the same articulation at the same time that is going to carry every time more than us fighting each other and so um intonation goes a long way man and, and, and i think this is what we grow up on the East Coast, 
hearing that in terms of like tonal drums and things like that. And when you hear it and, it, and it's done right, especially you go to some of these DCI competitions. You say done right. I, 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 I can, I'm a person that, of course, the swag in me that said that shit whack, but y'all be having some tight ass stuff going on. I, I can't knock that. I can't. All right, I can't right, right. I be watching. And, and I rock. And I rock with. And I rock with Warren Thunder. And 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 I realized, like you know, I wasn't up on them as I should have been. And so, like a few years ago, I started doing some research, and I'm like, you know, because one of my high school kids asked to play a cadence from them, and I was like, let me hear it. And I was like, it was that one that you hear marching to the stadium all the time. I was like, do 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 do. Right, and I was like, "That's dope," you know. I'm saying, I was like, "That joint sweet, Every time, scoot, 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 and they hit. See the, but hey, look, that's sweet. Series, 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 right? And I was like, "Man, that's dope." I want to come into the stadium with that, and we added some tonal runs, and it, you know, we kind of, you know, I'm saying, we acted up, you know. But so I rock with them as well too. But again, you know, I'm saying. It's, it's it's there's a lot of physics behind it, and 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 sometimes I feel that it's like kind of beating a dead horse. Sometimes you know, like man, you could get out of so much if 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 X Y Z was kind of you know what I'm saying I don't know done. Uh, Maya, I have to I have to bring it to you because it's something that I thought about in the midst of this conversation. I gotta ask. When it comes, my bad, man. What's going on, Chief? Man, it's good to see you in here, bro. What up, though, everybody? Yeah. Good with y'all, family. Chief, Chief gigging, he on the boat, he, Yo, he on Mars, and he's all over the place. Yo, at least you know, Chuck. I'm, I'm, I'm working, man. I'm grinding, man. I, I just got done finished making dinner for the family, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. I squ- I had to squeeze some time in for the family for a minute, though. I'm gonna just come holler at y'all for a few. Man, appreciate you squeezing us in. Uh, <laughs> uh, Maya, I got to ask you this question because I just thought about it. When we're talking about SWAC in different conferences from a dancer's perspective, is there a difference? Huh? Say it again one more time. If we're talking about the SWAC and, 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 and different conferences, is there a difference as it pertains to dance? Yes. In what way? Uh, this, I mean, of course, the styles are different. The styles are, are different within each indiv- individual conference as well. But I think it's more so, okay, let me be clear. This new era, this last five to seven years is completely different, right? So everything has been taken on an up and up. The competition is much thicker. The technique, the quality of dancer, the quality and style that is which that of which is being performed on a weekly basis is on a whole different era than what it used to be. Aside from maybe a, a, a couple schools here and there, right? Southern being one of them, right? Um, so yes, in terms of style, whether it's uniform choice, the, the whole look of the thing, the aesthetic, the look, that's different. Hair, makeup, all that is different. But also just the groove is different, right? So that, that's a hard one because even still there's subcategories within the swag and MIAC as well. But in terms of premier dancers, I, maybe this is biased, but in terms of technique and what was being brought to the table in terms of creativity has always been different in the swag and more premier in the swag with, right? So if, we're, if we talk about going to life, they've always been a step on their own and they've always been in a category of their own. Um, uh, I got a question. Yeah, Maya, because I, I I like what you what you brought this at Luke. Even with that still, because I've been doing a lot of dance stuff lately, can you still watch 
any team in any conference and understand if they're brained or not and appreciate for what it is, right? Ah. So if you watching, if you let's say you watching a team like uh Bowie State's team, you right. can watch them and still tell if they're brained it for what they for what they have, right? Sure. Right. So I think even I guess my my point is that like I guess even though it is different. The competition so 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 thick nowadays that like I can watch a, a different team and tell you if they did good versus a, a, a whole other style. And I really don't think it matters because dance is still kind of one in the same. It's just like watching the dogs and the GGs, two totally different styles. Dogs are never gonna buck, but you can tell like a winner between the two for executing it better for what they do. That makes sense, right? Fair. They, yeah. In a battle. Yeah. Okay. That's what I kind of want to bring it home with that bit. No, for sure. I would definitely agree with that. Um. Well, that's not, this is an interesting question because of this new era that we're in. So I would definitely say in the past, during my time and and back, there would always be, or to me, there was a clear difference between just even the manner of the field shows, the type of music that you would dance to, just the type of moves that would be performed. It's different across the conferences. Um, but just, I don't know, just the teams in and of itself, maybe it's aura. Maybe it's personality, just like each SWAC band or each particular band has their own personality. Each particular dance team does, too. Um, But now it's a little bit more fluid, a little bit more fluid. You can still see the differences. Like Golden Stars, I can definitely see a clear difference between them and what's going on in the SWAC. I can see a clear difference between what Golden Delight is doing and has been doing versus what's happening in the SWAC. So I hope that answers your question. I uh, I just uh, shot an ANT this weekend, and I shot a video of the uh, of the uh, Golden Delight, and it's going crazy on my Instagram right now. And what's crazy to me is you're getting so many comments saying, "I wish they would showcase more. I wish they, I wish we seen them more." Well, I guess my fan base is more down here to the left, like exactly. the East Coast. And I'm looking like, dang, I always knew Golden Delight would be those girls that they're gonna pick up a flag, have a, a, a twirl pole, and they're gonna do all kind of stuff in one in one show. But I showcased them in that light. It's like you appreciate how, how great they are in a sense. So I guess it's a matter of presentation and being seen as well, you know? So I don't yeah, know. And it, it's region and it's really more so what your your not necessarily your fan base, but your knowledge base is, right? So also being in the swag, our appreciate appreciation, excuse me, for what Golden Delight is, does is a little bit different, right? So the manner of effect in which they perform in, the 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 caliber in which they perform in. That's how we're kind of in the conversations of flag, like flag lines in the swag. Some people are deem them to not be needed or don't really understand the value in which flag lines or auxiliaries add to dance because we're used to, in the swag, we're used to a, a very specific type of thing. And when you start getting outside of that, it's a little bit like, mm, no, mm, nope, we don't want it. Go back to what it used to be. So I think that, that adds an element to it as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you did answer the question. Um, I was going to ask you another question, but I'm, I'm going to ask the question to everybody. Um, because I, I really want to see what people's thoughts are on this, but before I do that, chief, I got a question. Uh, what is your perception of the swag? Um, perception of the swag is, for me, origins of the band culture. Whenever I think SWAC, I think origins of the band culture. And um, I mean, because the first thing I think of when I think of SWAC is I think Louisiana. Um, and Louisiana is the origin of 
like the black music that we, everything that we doing. And um, a lot of other places try to duplicate it in their own ways. It's like, you just try to find, you know, you can go and get Hunt's ketchup, but you can also get Heinz. You can also get great value. You can also get the target brand, get a lot of different versions of it. And it, it may go down just the same, but the reality is, is that people are finding different ways to try to present information and some bands do it successfully and some don't. The reality is, is that all this stuff is regional. It's not MEAC swag because MEAC swag doesn't even, that doesn't even make sense. Florida is not really MEAC. That's like a whole nother world. And I, I don't even consider that MEAC. Like what you do, what they do at, in Howard is not like not, nothing like that we do in Norfolk. And what we do in Norfolk is not really what they did in South Carolina State. Now, what happened was towards the later 2010s, a lot of bands started copying each other, which is, and a lot of bands, in my opinion, started copying what Norfolk was doing. Real talk, because Norfolk was the one that wasn't seen around in many places like you. So when you saw them, it was like, oh, this wild factor. Then you start seeing bands copying some of the stuff we were doing. But the whole time, there's things that Norfolk did that was copying some other places, if we want to be honest. So the reality of that is that we all borrow from each other. But if we borrow them from, um, if, if any conference is going to take the throne, it's going to be the swag because that's where we are borrowing this culture from. All this culture comes from down there. Like, even our, our, us as people, we come from down there. You know what I'm saying? So that's what, if we being honest, that's what, let's, let's call a spade a spade. Well, I like I like when I hear a real speaking uh, MEAC person. You know what I'm saying? They just talk that real. So, well, you know what, what's interesting yeah. about that is because I ain't grow up on the MEAC. But see, but that's oh, what I've been telling everybody, dog. Like, that's 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 not what I grew up. I didn't, even know, I didn't even know, know what, what a Norfolk was. Like, I didn't even know what Norfolk was. Bro. Like, I, I, I never heard of no band in Virginia, bro. We studied uh, JSU, Southern Tennessee State. That's all like, I knew it, Ken. What is this go-go you speak of? Bruh, like... <laughs> <laughs> but see, I, but but she's not like. You, I, oh, go ahead, man. Like, what are these? What are we doing? I don't know what's going on. People got slouch socks and Tim's on. It's like it's, I don't know the what's ponies. going on. Yeah, it was a very different vibe. I mean, I learned to re- appreciate just like you, you was talking about, um, bro. I've learned to appreciate the different the styles and everything. But the reality is that I come from a space where, you know, if you gonna try to play quote unquote crank it up and play loud, then you gotta do it right. You know what I mean? If you're going to do it, do it right. Don't kind of half do it and be like, oh, we don't want to play like that because we we don't want to play with this type of sound and all this stuff. But you're trying to do it, but you just don't know how to do it. Stop lying. Stop being fake because that's what you're trying to do. You Set just a school, Chief. Set a school. I'm just being straight. Like, if you're going to do it, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it, do it. If you're not going to do it, be fam. Be Bethune. If you're not going to do it, be the band that plays with a certain type of sound and timbre in the black college style. But if you're going to kind of do it, then, uh, you know, what we what we doing? I don't know, man. Like, Tennessee State is the only band that can bring it, but they can also do it in a different way. And I feel like Norfolk and Tennessee, uh, preview to 2023, is, is kind of low-key in that same realm where they can do a little bit of both. You know what I mean? They Have you ever seen each other? Do a little bit of both. Norfolk ever seen Tennessee State? They they about to see him. Yeah, they about to see him. It's coming. That's gonna be dope. Look, look, Chuck. I uh, I said I posted this one day on on the uh, on the Facebook joint, man. I was like, man, I wish it was during our time, bro. I wish. I don't know. Tallahassee. Hey, look, we played Tennessee. My last game in uniform at A and T, and it wasn't good for us. 
But that's one of my favorite groups. <laughs> man. Favorite bands, so so uh, let me do this real quick, man. I just got some some super dope news. Uh, one of one of my big brothers, the brother who one of the guys who helped to bring me in a dizzy. Dizzy Act section is watching today, so I got to give him a shout out, man. Spartan Legion member, uh, military. Charles Kane is is watching right now, bro. So yeah. shout out to to my brother Charles Kane, man. Welcome home. Great, glad to know that you're home. Hey, I, I had to do this shout out, man. I ain't seen I ain't seen Charles Yo, Kane since my Charles freshman Kane, year. Up, bro? Uh, so definitely big shout out to him, man. Dizzy Act. Uh, so we, hey, man, we, Dizzy's running rampant, uh, Justin. I'm just telling you. Uh, but I mean, but that that goes back to what I said. I I, I don't I don't go around boasting it unless it, unless I need to. But I, I but I'm one of them kind of people. I'm one of them kind of people. I just I, I I for me I let my work speak for itself. So you know that's just that's just how I am. But anyway, man, let's go ahead and get to this last topic. Uh, I already got the the link pinned to the chat, man. So if y'all want to come in, man, y'all come on in. Uh, y'all are more than welcome, but let's do it the right way. Welcome everybody to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversation about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy as soon as y'all come through the door. Also, please make sure you, you subscribe to the Passionist Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks. Just type in Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Podcasts where you can type in real Talk That Talk. All right. Last one, this one's going around the room, and then we're going to start bringing people in. Uh, this is the question that I wanted to ask Maya, but I would rather ask the whole panel. So here we go. I'm going to start to my right. Uh, Quan, first, you got this one first. Um, which conference do you prefer and why? Hmm. Why? I mean, duh. Uh, but I've grown, so I appreciate, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a swag baby. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was born and bred in it, in my opinion. But I love, and I've learned to appreciate the MEAC for what it is because it's a sense of diversity. I think now in today's world, and we're just gonna be honest, a lot of people are trying to mimic Southern. So there's no diversity in in the swag like that. Outside of preview, um, yeah, outside of preview, I don't think there's I don't think there's much diversity outside of, outside of swag. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I would say Alabama State. Uh, they have Pine Bluff. Pine Bluff. Can I be honest with you? It's like I really don't hear them. Like and them. Yeah. So, but but let's let's just say this: out of ten schools, we just named three. That's that's not a good percentage. That's a failing rate. But if you truly look at, I mean, I mean and I and I hate to say it, I, we forget that FAMU and Bethune is in the swag, but we're just gonna keep them in the MEAC for a second. I think they have a more diverse aspect. FAMU will see, and I, I was trying to hold on to this, dog. FAMU and Bethune, even though they are in the swag, they will never be in the swag, bro. I'm All sorry, right. they will always be MEAC. They it just. That's- has Bethune seen anybody in the swag yet? No. <laughs> like, you gotta get as as Maya said, so you gotta get them swag hours. What y'all doing? Yeah, somebody. What are we doing? Dang, get out uh, the band room with the music. Dang. Oh, so that's so so me, I feel like they have a more diverse group. Cause if you truly think about it, those bands on the East Coast, if you close your eyes 
and you listen to a MEAC uh, conference uh, band, you could be like, oh, that's that's Norfolk. Okay, that's fam. Okay, that's NCAT. You close your eyes for Southern, I mean, uh, the SWAC, somebody go, you go, you go better tell who Southern is, and then you're going to backdoor and then hear somebody that's trying to emulate Southern. So I do like I'm a, I'm I'm a always forever love the swag, but you have a lot of people that are emulating um, Southern, and I, and I think that's the whack part about it. So, man, uh, I had to bring him in early because uh, Chief said he' about to check out, but uh, I wanted I wanted to uh, to uh, bring him in right quick. My brother Charles, uh, man. Well, I ain't gonna have no reunion. Let me go around. Let me go around the room and finish this off real quick, and then we'll we'll get to that. Uh, but uh, Chuck, which conference would you prefer and why? Man, um, can I make my own conference? I wish. <laughs> can, I, can I make my own conference? No. Um, I, I, I gotta say, can we bring? Uh, let me post this in the thing, man. Can we bring back the old Miak? <laughs> Can we bring back the old Miak? Like when Howard, you know, had a good size, when Virginia State was doing their thing, you know, even Morgan. When like, A&T man, played like a swag band? Man, you said what? When A&T played like a swag band? Right, right. Right. I mean, it was just the – I mean – Part of the reason why I stayed at school so long was the schedule. We had some great bands every weekend, and they would sprinkle a Jackson, a Southern, and every so often. I was like, man, this is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Julian, you were talking about earlier about the lights going out at this past game. I don't, yeah, you were in, I know. My boy Charles. 2000, 2000, Norfolk State, A&T. exactly what I'm talking about. When the lights dropped off at A&T Stadium, when we first And Norfolk played that shaft. And y'all dropped that shade. I was like, God. It was was a moment. I never forget it. You know what I'm saying? It it was amazing. And, like, again, it was just just so diverse, man. You could hear the best that's on the radio. You hear them classic, you know, songs. I think every my you can tell me if I'm wrong a lot. Not every every dance line in the swag dance to shake your pants at one time or another. You know, I mean, you had those classic you you had those classic songs in there that the band raiders didn't want to let go, and then you had some of the new stuff. I mean, I I, I still can remember hearing A and T my first time and them going from I think it was uh what's we call it it just came out uh. Men in Black, not Men in Black. I'm sorry. Uh, what was the what was the uh, Western movie that Will Smith was in? Uh, Wild, Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West, right? And they had a song that they sampled in there from an older artist, and then they played that. But then they turned around and played like something from Star Wars. Turn around and played like the theme. Uh, it was like Odyssey 2000 from Ric Flair that he would come in the ring. Like all these different genres of music. You know, and I'm just like, man, this is dope, you know? And so, again, like, I just wish we could bring back the old MEAC conference, man. And and, and, that, and that's, of course, what, what I would rock with. It was just so diverse, man. It was it was Thanksgiving dinner, man. Everybody was doing something different. All right. Bet. Uh, Justin, which conference would you prefer and why? I already know his answer. He's going to say Mazban. 
the mass band conference. Oh, you done hit on something. <laughs> nah, uh, but no, the swag simply because of diversity and more matchups. Like, I mean, I ain't gonna say, like, you know, well, you, you gotta meet, but it's just more, I can expect more, you know what I'm saying? I can see Boombox, I can see Maddie City, I can see, uh, but now I can see, uh, the Florida Classic, they swag too now, but uh, it's, it's just so much more going on after I see any cat versus Norfolk. And after I see who else pretty much like we're watching a big matchup or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, as I see a big matchup, those two, that's all I got. I have something every given week. So that off that reason alone is more so to look forward to being in the um yeah, right now. All right. Uh even though he's driving home, Cuss, which conference do you prefer? And why? I prefer the MIAC. That's it. There it is. Stand on that shit, bro. Right. <laughs> no doubt. I'm not changing it up. It don't make no sense to go crazy. I prefer to me at. But I will say, there are some some bands that I do rock with because I got some people affiliated. So I could pick a band in each conference and tell you why. But I'm not. I rock with the me at. All right. Maya, which conference do you prefer and why? I mean, the slack. Absolutely. Like, there's no reason to go back and forth about it. It's just, it's born and bred. It's just my preference. It's more exciting. It appeals to me. It's what I tend to gravitate towards over and over. So, yeah. I'm going to say this. Um, it, you, it, it, to answer that question, it just depends on what the time is. That's fair. If I, if, if, if I go back to, you know, the years when I was marching in before, I would honestly say MIAC. Uh, because even growing up in the SWAC culture, um, I was really only focused on only a few bands. If you really think about it out of the SWAC, back in 02, 2000, I was really only focused on Southern, Jackson, you know, Maybe TSU. I, I honestly, back then, I wasn't a fan of Prairie View like that. Uh, everybody else, I didn't really care about unless they came out of the MEAC because I knew who FAM was, you know, and then I went to Norfolk State and then I found out who Morris Brown was. So I was really, you know, I felt like it was more diversity in the MEAC back in the day. Now, I mean, now it ain't really nobody in the MEAC. Um, you know, so now I, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say there's more diversity in the swag, but I think there's a lot more entertaining things to look at in the swag. But I, I wouldn't necessarily go the diversity route. So that's my my personal opinion, uh, and that's where I'm at, man. Uh, Charles, man, what's going on, bro? I I just gotta got you doing, family? Man, you you so military now. Just, how you doing, family? Back then. Motherfucker, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. Uh, Charles, when we when we get off of here, elocution class. Yeah, man, I'm <laughs> proud of you, man. I'm so proud. Uh, but uh, let me let's before before we start to shut down. Uh, what are, what are your thoughts on all of this? Because you've been away for a while, and I and and I don't know how caught up you've been. But what are your thoughts on on the conversation? I want to say first and foremost, I absolutely love uh, your show, and uh, when I get the time, I definitely check it out. I've seen 
a lot of folks that I haven't seen in years on your on your channel. And I do appreciate just it, it existing. Uh, I guess it it is it's definitely refreshing to me as as an old school bandsman getting to see this still being out here and hoping that a lot of the younger folks are checking this out and you know doing what we did, looking up to those elder of us and trying to create our own legacy. So I, I love that y'all are doing this. Uh, to answer y'all question y'all posed about which conference. So I absolutely agree with a lot of what y'all were saying. The, the MEAC of old was definitely super diverse and in my personal opinion, the most entertaining, uh, most entertaining uh, uh, value because you didn't know what you were going to get. It's true. Every band had their niche, had that thing that they were really, really good at, and they would capitalize on it, you know, and they would try to make that their most entertaining piece. Uh, and I think, you know, it made it so different bands had their own different fanboys or different folks that they love this band because of this reason or that band because of that reason. Uh, we loved it. But truthfully, myself included, I definitely was a fan of the swag. I looked up to a lot of those swag bands and those are some of the reasons why I put that uniform on and marched that horn just like a lot of y'all did as well. So, uh, so yeah, man, uh, big love on the swag. Uh, and as my man Chuck did say, that CIAA, even from the, from the nineties on was hidden and, and definitely, uh, so the, I mean, the first people that would sit there and try and talk to me about being in the band was folks from the CIAA, you know? So much love to them as well. But yeah, the Miyaka Vol was definitely the one that I would definitely want to sit there and watch. Uh, when we would sit there and watch those band tapes for hours and hours and hours on end until the dang VHS would break. And then I would go record over my mom's uh, uh, VHS of like Roots or something and, and get my butt whooped a week later. Cause I recorded over her her VHS to make a new band tape. I was definitely watching a lot of Miag bands, uh, and those are the ones I want to check out again. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Uh, and let me and, and let me say this: I always I got to tell this story real quick before we get out of here. Charles, no snitching, bro. Charles came. There are a few times I've told this story when we were at Hampton, uh, my freshman year. And Charles came, Charles, I don't, I don't completely know his character now, but I remember it back then that Charles was, was a wild card. Uh, I was reckless. Yes, he was. Uh, so much so that Charles was leading the line of Dizzy Axe to right before we got on the field. He was leading the line to, for us to get to the circle so we could warm up. And Hampton was about to go on the field. And I think I was about three people behind Charles. Charles says, I'm going to walk through the trumpet section, the trumpet line. And literally, as the Hampton trumpets are coming out, Charles is like, boom, and cuts right through them and, and gives zero Fs. And I mean zero. And just keeps walking. He doesn't look back. And then I think Seaburn says something to him. He was like, so? I was like, all right. And the rest of the Dizzies followed right behind him and did not care. Charles, Charles literally gave zero Fs. But that's my guy. Uh, lots of stories with him. Uh, I have an excuse for all that. We thought we was gonna have to knock some people out that day. Brothers like DJ Custom right there were the men that helped bring me into that program, and they gave me one mentality. 
They gave me one mentality back then, and it was take no prisoners. Take no prisoners. And I live by that. I live by that. I make decisions today on on on, on those words those men uh, gave me. Uh, I, I do a lot more prudently because I'm a family man. <laughs> you know, uh, I love not being in jail. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> we definitely, yes, we, no definitely raised, we definitely tried to raise some hoodlums back in the day, man. We definitely tried our best. To, to get some Muslims out there, but uh, musically they will be some. Musically, I'm not gonna. Beast. I'm not gonna uh, to snitch on the individual that do it, that did it. But I remember as a freshman, locked up in a sectional, and uh, my section leader will re- remain nameless, walking around with a uh, three foot steel pipe, banging it on the wall, talking about going on a large tirade about musical soldiers. Uh, that individual remained nameless. You know, for liability purposes, but uh, yeah, that's that's the past. I have a question. Yo, all y'all picked the um the the the, the MIAC passionately. Uh, with the bands that's left in the MIAC right now, what what do you think it would take to get the MIAC back to what it used to be? With the bands that's currently still in there. That's a well. Oh, what? I think. Myself, honestly, I'm gonna tell you like this. I heard, I heard something, and uh, I think it's a good idea. I don't even, I don't, I don't really care about trying to get them back or get them up. I really want a super conference. I want us all to see each other. Agreed. I agree. I, I want a super conference. I want a super conference that'll help get get HBCUs more recognition. I want a super conference that'll make all these bands get to see each other and all the styles be there against each other, and that way everybody will start to blend. It won't be so much of, oh, the swack is just cranking. No, the swack gonna start doing some stuff musically and be cranking. The MEAC gonna start turning up their volume a little bit more and still do the music that they need to do. The CIAA, that anybody that can get into that super conference, they gonna change their game up. So I really, I just wanna see a super conference. That's me. We we'll have our own, we we'll have our own uh, HBCU Super Bowl. Yeah, something like that. The biggest thing. I mean, the CIAA tournament is one of the biggest tournaments in college sports. Period. History. Period. Still to this day. Still to this day. I can't make it. I won't go, bro. It's just tell you, everybody comes for this stuff. It's like the Super Bowl for HBCU. So if you did that with football, we had a power conference, man. If, just like we were talking about Dion, Dion talking about keeping all this money in and keeping it for us and building our own facilities and 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 taking care of our own. I hate with a passion that ANT left the MEAC for the Big South, and then now we in the Colonial Conference, and then we coming back. It's, all weird, man. I hate it. You know, um, I was happy that they came and played Kennesaw State last year in Georgia, so I could go see them. But other than that, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. We got to keep our own brand because we, our culture is is it. We know it's driving everything. That's why Disney and all these other groups are picking up bands to do this and stuff like that. I mean, it was cool seeing Mickey Mouse march down the street with a. Uh, a, a drum major baton and a Bugs B and you know it's like man like look how far we came but then in some other areas we've, we've, we've backtracked man so I, I'm agreeing with that because we need our own super 
conference, our own HBCU conference, doing our own things, and it's just going to make everything that much better. It's going to be a one-stop shop for our kids to go to HBCUs as well, instead of having to go here, whatever, whatever. One-stop shop, recruitment center, and we'll have the best of everything. Our athletics will get better, bands will get better, and just schools will get better, instead of, lack of a better term, selling out. Yeah, but the problem is SWAC ain't going to want to give up SWAC. Hey, bro. And y'all sleep on the side too. So I feel like the side is the second best conference when it comes to um, marching band. I, I, I think it was Deion Sanders that I heard mention that first thing about making a super conference, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was him that said it. And I I, I definitely love that idea. Like that that idea resonated with me. And I really feel like it's something that we, we need to push towards and try to get to happen because for real. Like right now, I'm meeting some of you people based off of just this talk that talk, which is dope. I already know South or Julian. I don't know what y'all call him. He got a couple of names with me. He's my little brother all day. Maya, I met you when I came to Prairie View. Went over there with uh with uh Doc and them. Um, everybody, I know Charles, no question. Did I see Mario in here? Yeah, you did. He had the tip though. I didn't see Mario. Okay, it's fine. All right, so. That's the thing. That's what I love about it. I love the fact that I, we get to meet each other, talk, become friends, and keep building and growing, moving on. Right now, we we too separated. It's, it's too much separation. It's too much, oh, the SWAC is this, the MEAC is this, the CIAA is this. Fuck all that. We need each other in order for us to get where we're trying to go. Musically, we all beast. Musically, we out there kicking ass and taking names, without question. Whether we're doing it in our own conference or not. Some people in our own conferences, they kind of sauce. We know that. You know, they in the conference because they got money. They ain't in the conference because they can play. You know, <laughs> Office State sucked when we got to the MEAC. We used to get our football teams getting blown out on a regular basis. But the band kept us in there. They kept them alive. The band is what's keeping a lot of these programs alive. And if we create this super conference, man, if we can get to a super conference, man, sky's the limit, man. HBCUs will start to get that recognition. But we gotta just go ahead and do it. Gotta do it. And in normal fashion, as long as I've known him, that's what he does. He he, he gives you a little preaching session, and and then he tips out. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. No. I'll let y'all. <laughs> All right, man, we got to get ready to shut this down, man. I know it's getting late. Uh, Maya's sleepy. She's looking at computer number four like, hey, all right, now, let's let's go ahead and shut it down. Uh, uh, Charles, after I shut it down, man, hang around for a while, bro. Uh, here we go. So let's do it the right way, the way I always do it, the way I always got to make sure I do it. Maya, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? No. Really? What? I don't know what to say. This was fun. See, that's you t- that's typically what you always say. This she is like fun. Huxtable on the Cosby show when she said that joke. Right? <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm just happy to be here. Say right. jamming on one. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was gonna say mine might be a little bit too young, but I don't no, know. I'm not Golly. Don't play me now. Wait. I'm not. I'm just saying that's you know. I know exactly what we're talking Jim, about. Jamming on the one. Jamming, jamming on the one. All right, uh, Chuck. Any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture, bro? Nah, nah man. Uh, um, 
it's glad to see everybody here. Glad my boy's home, man. Glad he's here. It's crazy just how you know folks and then they know each other. And then, I mean, we go back to playing, you know what I'm saying, Golden Eye being late as hell to school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we, we go back, man. And so it's, it's dope. Sega. Right. <laughs> man. Uh, but now nah, it's just good to see everybody, man. Which is well, we got competition on Saturday, man. Uh, marching assessment, and so we're looking forward to doing well. And Savannah State's gonna be there, and Talladega is the last edition as well, too. They coming down, you know, they ain't got a football game on Saturday, so they gonna be there early. So, you know, so we're looking forward to seeing them and uh, Savannah State play. So, yeah. Yeah, man, good luck on your competition, man. I know right now in the state of Texas it's UIL time, so everybody yep. who's going to marching competition, man, good luck to all of you guys. Yeah. Uh, I know, you know, as a director, uh, the the work that it takes to, you know, get all of that stuff together, man, and the time and the energy. So good luck to you all. Uh, everybody it. deserves ones. F that, all right? Uh, Justin, man, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? Uh, nice talking to y'all guys as always. I want to say shout out to all the uh, bands that performed at Disney World this weekend. That was, it was real dope. I mean, you know, a lot of small little things that that wasn't other culture that kind of happened. You know what I'm saying? But the first time doing it, it was like an experience. I'm glad those kids got a chance to do. You know what I'm saying? So they all pretty dope. Everybody did a good job. And uh, shout out to all the bands that battled this weekend. Good job for the HBCU. So you know, shout out to everybody. Nice talking to y'all too. Absolutely. Uh, Cuss, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture, bro? Did he really tip? Oh. No, I didn't dip. I didn't dip. I was just trying to get my mic on. I'm old, man. I'm old in this dock and we driving. Um, uh, any final words for the culture? First of all, uh, I love the culture, man. I love this. Luke, I'm proud of you, bro. This is, this is dope. Um, I don't know if Luke ever told y'all the story about uh, Nestled, but you see how he broke down right there? Ask him about Nestle. If anybody wants to know, this is for the culture. Ask him about Nestle. Uh, I respect all of this that's going on, though. I love it. I want to see these bands do bigger and better things. I want to see everybody out there. I wish you guys much success with everything that you're doing. Uh, This is great. I definitely would love to be part of it again. And if anybody ever wants to be, you know, nestled up in the in the winter time, uh, talk to Luke, man. He's gonna tell you about Nestle. I guarantee you. Don't don't look at his face. He can't hold this. I guarantee you. Tell him about Nestle, Luke, for the culture. I don't know now. Like you about to cry over that, Luke. No, I'm not gonna cry. Nestle. I'm not first of all, I'm not gonna cry. Second of all, I'm not gonna tell that story. Are you gonna shed a tear? I'm not gonna shed a not tear. Gonna cry. But- <laughs> Look, see, I give you the story. No, no. Oh, Lord. <laughs> see, this is why I don't like inviting uh, inviting my people on. Deontay came on. Deontay came on and talked about how I was chasing him around with, with my brother. Now, here goes. Oh, golly. I can't invite my me people and Luke, on. Me and Luke used to do a radio show together, morning show, right? It was called Watch Your Mouth Morning Show. And, uh, you know, we do all our stuff that we did. You know, we had our our sports and everything, our weather and our news stories, top news stories. So one day, I don't know whether we was drinking. Was this a Friday morning when we drinking? We drank on the air. Don't worry about it. Um, no, that it, it was just a regular morning. It was, a regular it was just morning. a regular morning? Yes. Right, cool. See, I, I tried to uh, avoid this conversation. But go yeah. ahead. 
So we drive, we we on the show, and Luke is reading a, a story, a news story. And he was reading it, and he came up, and he was like, inside of the story, it was like a word, and he was like, yeah, da 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 da, Nestle. And he, the word was Nestle, and I had never heard the word Nestle before. So I looked, and I said, what'd you say? And he was like, Nestle. So I look at the story, and I'm like, where is that? Right there, Nestle. And I read it, and I said, hey, man, and this is live on air. So we wasn't, like, this wasn't a break, and we stopped. We had this discussion on air, because he hollering on me, man, it's saying right there, it's saying Nestle. I said, man, that word says nestled. <laughs> they were nestled together. <laughs> oh, my fault. Let's go to commercial. And that's how we left out. You got to find the audio of that, man. Hey, I've been looking for it for years, man, and can't find it. But Nestle is what got him famous with me on the air that day. Nestle. I'm so, um, what's the name of that chicken they sell out in Houston, Luke? Talking about Frenchies? Frenchies. That's your spot. I guess that's where you was Nestle to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. I'm out. All right, bro. Yes, that did happen. Uh, I tried to avoid that, that, uh, story. Yes, it was live on air. Yes, land. Yes, it was recorded. Yes, land. And we haven't found the the, the recording since. You got to create a segment called Nestle. Uh, <laughs> but he wanted to. So here's the, here's the thing. So, uh, oh my gosh. I've been DJing since I was 16. If it wasn't for Cuss, I wouldn't have got on the radio. So this was this was during a time where this was this was all brand new to me. Uh but it did happen. So yes, Nestle. I was embarrassed. I was matter of fact, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not I wasn't embarrassed. We just laughed you about wasn't it. Embarrassed you thought you was right. I was right. I was right. Okay. It yeah, said Nest Lead. I that's how I read it. That's what it was. I loud I, and wrong. Loud and wrong. Be wrong, be loud with it. And be I stand wrong. on it. And and right after that episode when we were walking through the through the school, and people were no, we ain't get fired. <laughs> but people were laughing like, Man, y'all two are so funny. And I'm sitting up there like, Yeah, you don't realize that was real. Um <laughs> So, but, but yeah, that happened. Uh, we got to move on. Uh, <laughs> Charles, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture, brother? Oh man. I mean, it's kind of obvious. Uh, what the thing I was going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to source from things y'all already put out already. Uh, what, what DJ custom said earlier and the same thing all y'all been saying uh, about us being together is, I think, the most important thing that we all uh, bring from this. Which is probably part of the point why you're even doing this uh, show right now. Period. But uh, yeah, our, our group together, we are powerful when we are together. You know, when we are one one sound. You know, uh, not to quote a terrible movie that came out in the early 2000s, but one band, one sound, right? Don't do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, togetherness. 
that's all I got. All right. I don't know. Quan, are you still there? Or you just got a picture up? Yeah, I'm oh, here. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, you, you ain't, you had not said nothing. I'm here, bro. Okay. Any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture, bro? And don't bring up yeah, the story uh, that first, just you just heard. Bring up the nah, man. I don't care about that. Uh, if you couldn't read, you couldn't read. No, I'm playing. Uh, my whole point is, uh, I do want to say, uh, uh, I want to thank all my students because I know my students watched the show as well. They had a great homecoming show. Uh, shout out to uh, our local rappers, Cooly Wooly and uh, Antho Four Thousand, uh, especially Lil Flip too, because we had them uh, in our homecoming show. We had a really, really good homecoming show. It was the first drill, actual drill that we did uh, in about 12 years in the school. So we're doing some good things. Uh, yeah, yeah, I see that face, Justin. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we just was uh, blessed to have this concrete area striped so that we can uh, actually have you know, a field. So we actually have markers and whatnot, and we're expanding that as well, getting the dot system placed down. But great things are happening. Um, the band is uh, performing at conferences and whatnot. So much is given, much is required. Um, I pray strength for the band directors as we go, come up on this last leg of the uh, marching season. Um, and as we prepare for concert season, you know, I just pray everybody's strength. But a uh, great show. And uh, I'm just excited for what we what we got going on. And most of it. No, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We're just gonna we after today we're gonna dead it. This is I put it behind me. That was the past. That was yeah. We gonna we gonna let it go. Uh, but Quan, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, great job. Congratulations to you, brother, and and getting that those kiddos out on the field, man. Um, I'm I'm really elated at the fact that you are, have the availability to do that. Um, and, and let those kids have that experience, man. Um, it's going to be beautiful them, uh, for them in the long run as they traverse from the high school level to the university level to have that experience and, and just even getting that experience in general to hear that crowd cheer for them and, uh, you know, after so much hard work that they've done to put that pageantry on the field, man. So uh, great job. Happy for you, brother. Um, and, you know, I, I can't say that enough. Um, you know, this has been a very, very interesting and great episode, man. I appreciate all the guests who have come through. Um, I, I cannot say enough how I still, for me, will never understand the whole swack hours thing. And you ain't, you ain't swack and you ain't marching the swack, but it's all good. Uh, I will say that through my experience, uh, as a director being in the swack, I, I I felt a little bit more, um, I will say, energy, and I guess you want to say animosity um, in that atmosphere. I will say that it, performing in that atmosphere is different, um, I, and, and I will agree to that. But what I will also say is that at the end of the day, we're all musicians and we're all students and we're all trying to do our best to create the best sounds possible. Whatever our idea of what music and sound um, and, and a great quality sound is. Now we, you know, some people have a different perception of what that is, but whatever it is, we're all trying to build young minds and young musicians, man. So at the end of the day, we need to continue to support that. Um, 
As far as the Deion Sanders thing is concerned, I don't know who considers him swack. He, he may be swack. He may not be swack. But guess what? He ain't losing. So that's the one thing I'm gonna say. You can't you can't take that you can't take that from him. He ain't losing. Uh, he paying he paying that swag tuition for his three kids, right? So hey, he got he got he's he's swacking some type of way. But man, other than that, uh, he gonna lose against Southern at Boombox. Yeah, I'm calling it. Yeah, you're probably calling it wrong, but I. Uh, but other than that, man, I ain't got nothing else for okay. you. I'm just saying, I ain't got nothing else for you, man. This has been that a was good game. That, that, last time it came down to one touchdown. So, I mean, we're going to play them hardest shit. So, I mean, which I don't mind. As long as we just take every shit and play them again. When is, when is Boombox? Next, next, uh, no, the 20, the weekend of 30th, the, the same weekend in Magic City. Is it, isn't it in a baseball stadium or something? That's a battle. That's a battle. That's a battle. That's, a battle. that's, that's yeah. interesting. And that, I'll talk about that later, but I saw that. I was like, okay. Right. They are Southern or Jackson this year? Is it Jackson? Jackson. Jackson. Mm, my, my wheels are turning. All right. Uh, the game started at 1 in case you're going to come, so you need to get there like 7 in the morning. Well, I mean, I'm telling yeah. you now, if I come, it's not going to be the day of the game because I'm going I'm to I'm I'm try to get down there and relax. And you know, feel good about being down there. I ain't gonna just try to show up and be half sleep. That just don't make no sense. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I have a I have a conversation with with the wife. Anyway, man, this has been a great episode. Make sure you guys stop by uh, and check out the merchandise that we have. www.realtalkthattalk.com. Also, check out the Patreon. This has been a great episode, man. Uh, I'm gonna take y'all guys out on some Deion Sanders and Sway. What's his name? Sway. Sway. The remix god, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, sweet. Sweet. There we go. There we go. Yeah, but he ain't swag. Man, y'all have a great one. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.